enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. Today's Halloween, and I've been saving one of my favorite stories all year to tell you today on Halloween. It's from our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, I Can't Believe My Dog Did That, and the story is called Trick or Treat. Our writer, Lisa McKinder, tells us that her big furry white dog, Marley, a commodore, those are the ones with the kind of corkscrew curls, was very popular with all their trick-or-treaters on Halloween night. All the little girls were hugging him, and Marley was enthusiastically wagging his tail every time he heard them call out, trick-or-treat. But as the night wore on, Marley grew agitated. He started whimpering every time another group of kids came and went. Lisa couldn't figure out what was wrong with the dog. She and her husband didn't know what to make of it. Marley, who was usually so well-behaved, started trying to get into the kids' Halloween bags. He got in trouble for that, and then he collapsed on the ground, totally demoralized. And then another child arrived and called out, Trick or treat! And poor Marley sat up straight and tall at full attention. And then Lisa's husband realized what was happening. That poor dog had heard the word treat dozens of times, and yet no treat ever materialized for him. Now, if you have a dog in your family, you know the power of that word, treat. I know that when we take care of our daughter's pug, Riley, who happens to be the rescue dog mascot for our Chicken Soup for the Soul pet food, we don't even have to worry about keeping her on leash in our backyard, because even if she is hundreds of feet away, if she's disappeared into the woods, All I have to do is yell, treat, and she will come bounding back to me from wherever she was. So Lisa realized that that poor dog must have felt like he was being pranked all night. He heard that magic word over and over again, and then he watched those wrapped treats disappearing into the bags held by all those little kids. So now the McKinders knew what to do, and from then on, every Halloween, Marley has been safely asleep on his doggy bed, far away from all the little kids yelling trick-or-treat. So what do you do on Halloween if your dog does get into the Halloween treats? This is something that happened to Sally Wagner Brown's dog, Quimby, and she tells us about it in her story called A Dog on a Bender. Quimby is a big, beautiful black lab and usually a calm and dignified dog, except when it comes to chocolate. He loves dark chocolate, but he'll eat any kind. The Brown family actually got Quimby after he flunked out of a guide dog program because he was too cautious. But that caution does not extend to chocolate, and Quimby will do anything to get chocolate. Early on, he would just steal a chocolate chip cookie if one happened to fall on the floor, or he might find a piece of Halloween candy that had been left in the bottom of one of those plastic pumpkins but he didn't eat enough to hurt a 90-pound dog. Once he ate most of a large dark chocolate bar, so his family called the vet, but she calculated the amount of chocolate versus his weight, and she said he'd be okay. But she cautioned the Wagners that they really needed to be careful with Quimby around chocolate. Sally tried to be careful, and she had a stash of Hershey's special dark chocolate miniatures one time, you know, that Halloween size, and she hid them in a drawer. It was low enough for Quinby to reach, but it was very hard to open the drawer, so she wasn't worried. 
and then she was shocked one day when she came home. She found Quimby surrounded by shredded Ziploc bags and tiny bits of that aluminum foil that they put around those bars. There were even bits of that thin foil stuck to Quimby's nose, and he was unsuccessfully trying to flick them off with his tongue. First, Sally laughed, but then she realized that Quimby might have ingested a life-threatening amount of chocolate. Her vet was closed, so she called the ASPCA's animal poison control line, and they told her how to get the dog to vomit. She tried over and over again, but it didn't work, so they took Quimby to an emergency veterinary clinic, and the vet techs were very concerned, but they finally managed to get the dog to throw up all the chocolate, and they said they had never seen so much chocolate come out of one dog and that they'd even found some miniature chocolate bars inside him that were still inside their wrappers. Quinby survived his chocolate bender, and he actually became famous in the process. There's a picture of him now standing next to his astonishingly large pile of chocolate. It's on the wall at Oregon State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. So that's a little warning for Halloween and for those days after, when the kids have their stashes out in the open in their rooms. Keep the dog away and try not to let him hear that enticing word, treat. Well, tomorrow's Tip Tuesday. We'll be recovering from all the candy, and we're going to talk about more holidays and children again. But this time, I'm going to share a couple of great ideas with you about how you can make the holidays into a more charitable time for your children and grandchildren. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you'd like to read more tips from Chicken Soup for the Soul, I Can't Believe My Dog Did That, please go to our website, chickensoup.com. And don't forget our Simply Happy Project. Follow me or Chicken Soup for the Soul on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest for your daily hashtag Simply Happy Project tips.